of the only wrestling talk show here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network and on Bodyslam.net. Welcome to Off the Mat. I'm your host, Josh Silverberg. Of course, me and my co-host at this time, Mr. Lyle Gillen. How you doing, sir? I am wonderful. Now, I might be the co-host of the show, but truly, I am the main event player. I am the star. I am the prize of Off the what he just posted was literally as mythical as could possibly be. You could tune into our show every single Friday along with other programs as well here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. What you do is you download our app. It is completely free. If you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store. If you have an Android, you go to the Google Play Store. iPhone, type in WSRN. Android, you type in Worldwide Sports. Click it. It's all free. You get our show, our show schedule, articles, different content. You also have Weapons Hot. You have the Sports Loudmouths, other great shows like the Wise Guys, the Ryan Hickey Show, all those different shows that are on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch, and on WorldWideSportsRadio.com. Don't forget to check us out also on BodySlam.net. Check them out as well with all their great programming that they have on YouTube and everything of that as well. It's been a great relationship with them so far. Um and everything like that. Also, uh, really quick, uh, we you know, this was a great idea, first off, by Lyle. I absolutely love the idea. For the show, we are going to have stuff where you could donate for abortion rights, because abortion rights are human rights as well. Lyle, if you want to talk about the website a little bit and everything like that, and, and, and what made you think of doing this great idea? Today, uh, unfortunately... A uh, very, very, very sad decision by the Supreme Court. And what Bridget Alliance does is they help fund travel costs for women who are in states where they have to travel thousands of miles in order to go and get an abortion and can't afford it. And that's what they do. And with right now, with Roe v. Wade being overturned, many, many states are banning abortion in their state. So charities like Bridget Alliance are very important to help get women safe abortions. They are not banning abortion where it's not going to stop. They are banning safe abortion. Women are still going to do it, but they're going to do it in a dangerous way. And that's why it's important to try and get it done in a safe way where they can go to a legal state and have it done where they're not going to harm themselves. Um, what my thought process is, and this is not a political show. <laughs> this isn't a political topic. It's a human rights topic. But it, to me, this country is upside down. Um, when you're taking the rights of a woman's rights away, that's a problem. Um, and I don't care if anybody has a different opinion on it. They don't like it. Too freaking bad. 
Um, I thought the decision today was absolutely despicable, uh, ridiculous, and honestly disturbing. Um, and, and, you know, you know how they say the saying goes, my body, my choice. Um, clearly that wasn't stated in, in the hearing today and the decision making today. And I love everybody makes the joke. They could just use a condom and they avoid the pregnancy that way. And, and then my rebuttal back to them is, oh, I'm sorry. When somebody gets sexually assaulted, I don't think they have the option to decide if a condom is being used or not. Use your common sense and knowledge. Glenn Jacobs is a prime example, is an example of a, of a doofus. And Britt Baker had the best rebuttal and saying, no wonder why you didn't work as a dentist, you idiot. Yeah, that sounds about right, because Glenn Jacobs is a freaking schmuck. And um, I less if he ever comes on this show or not, I don't care. He's if a freaking If anybody in the medical field is happy about today's decision, they should have their license taken away. 100%. They should be 100% aware that this is not going to stop women from getting an abortion. This is going to stop them from doing it in a safe way. Exactly. That's the problem. So if you're in a medical field and you're happy about this, you should just lose your license because it's it's not right. And um, that counts for anybody. I don't care if I know you and you're a friend of mine. Um, if you support this and you're in a medical field, you should definitely be having your license taken away. Oh yeah, or just be fired. If you don't have a license, you should still be fired. I mean, listen, I look at it in this perspective. I'm, you know, in one of my fantasy leagues, I had a guy who is disturbingly supportive of this and and said, you know, they could just give out condoms instead of the companies paying for them to travel. And I wrote back to him, well, when somebody gets raped, it's not that simple. Yeah. And he never responded back, which leads me to believe that clearly you didn't think that through and nor did you expect me because I'm very quiet in that chat to say something and when that happens it's really remarkable that this decision was made today again the country is completely and the day after where they increase gun rights so now like they just said that states can't um have a say in how some of the gun rights work but you know a constitutional right like abortion they just but it's just ass backwards, you know. I mean, really, it was after the shooting happened in Texas, Melissa went to a concert and there was a guy wearing a pro gun t shirt the day after. And it was literally like I said to Melissa when she got home and told me, I said, Well, clearly that guy was not reading the room um, because that was a really stupid decision to be making to wear something so idiotic like that the day he after. He knew what he was doing, he knew what he was doing. Well, no, that's the, and that's the problem. And that's the These problem. people don't care about what the mass no, shooting. they want their guns. They don't give a crap. But, again, um, first off, uh, shout out to uh, Roxana Charlie Ashley Bella, who, by the way, has wrote a few things. She said, one thing, I, I, I love you all show for all my sport news. Love it. Fantastic. That's great. She asked a very interesting question. She says, what do you all think? Of the new AEW title not having a USA-born person in the tournament when it has a USA flag on the title, is there a reason for that? And that's a very good question, I think. I think it's a great question. Um, You know, when I think of the title, it's more of a title for – um, it's. I think it's for – I don't. I, I didn't really had it on on there. That's a good catch. But um, okay. I I, 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 I didn't notice it either. I saw the picture. I thought it was going to be something that like what 
in name, the Intercontinental probably was meant to be mm-hmm. for people outside of the U.S. I think that's why it's in there. It's it's meant to show off talent that are not American. I didn't catch either by the show she said something, and I looked it up, and I'm like, that's a good... That's a very good question. Great call by her to say that. I think that eventually will happen. I just don't think right now. I think that it's because of what they're doing with, with New Japan. They're trying to get multiple different countries outside the U.S. right now, and they want to focus on that. But I think it will get to a point where eventually it is. Basically, we're doing Forbidden Door today. It's on Sunday, and... Things keep changing. We got the unfortunate news about Tomohiro Ishii now being out uh, for the show Sunday with a knee injury. So Who's uh, replacing him? Clark Connors, the runner-up in the tournament. So there is someone from... Uh, is he American? I don't know. Good, great question. But again... Oh, if you're American, if he is. But I think it goes back to Roxana saying that originally nobody in the final in the four were... You know, yeah, he's American. Uh, yeah, so originally um, that was the case. But Clark but... Connors, I'm a big fan of. He is extremely talented. He's very, very good. I don't know if you watch um, New Japan Strong, but he did a phenomenal job on there when it first started. I, I, I think he's he's very, very talented wrestler, and I think he's going to really show up very well. It. <laughs> I thought the end of the show with Tanahashi and... Yeah, that was Mox weird. Was so freaking weird. I was like, first of all, I don't know any English. Dude, I figured it out the next day. I The reason why they did that was 100% because they didn't want him getting hurt. And they didn't want to lose anybody else. But, but dude, Tanahashi was flexing in the ring with him. Like, what? 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 I don't think they knew what else to do. I don't think so either. Tanahashi, Tanahashi barely speaks any English. Maybe the other uh, match ended early. I'm just staring at it, watching him go, and I'm know. like, and I'm looking. I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> and they kept like going to the. I forgot about them, and then they like zoomed out. I'm like, why the fuck are they still there? Yeah, and everybody's just <laughs> fighting on the outside. Everybody's just being the crap by each other. And then they know? zoomed in on them, and you see everybody in the audience just staring at everybody besides Moxley and Tanahashi. Yeah, you know, Moxie's group was only getting beat up outside the ring, uh, you know, Blackpool Combat Club, and he's just staring at Tanahashi flexing with him. I think they were (laughs) trying to show that they were so focused on each other that they didn't care about anything anything else. But it just, some some ideas you have in creative should stay there. Sometimes Sometimes they don't come off on TV the way you thought they would. I I literally... I see Tanahashi start flexing with Mox, and I'm going, "What the? What, what are we doing?" <laughs> and I'm like, I, I "I'm know. like, this has got to get off the air." We, I'm like, I never want to see AW rush off the air. I'm like, this is the time, rush off the air, get off the air. The show's over, done, done, done. I'm getting sick though. It's like every single week they're doing a gigantic fight at the end, or a gigantic brawl at some point. Like that's how WCW used to be at the end of Nitro, every time. It would be, there would be, and usually it would be Sting in the NWO would fight, and they'd, they'd stop it right at 10 o'clock. And, and um, that's, that's how weird. they would do it. Yeah, that's how it would generally, it would go. Every single time, WCW would do that every week. And it would just fade after there would be a brawl in the middle of something. And it was it was crazy. But um, the official card, we'll get to what, we, what we're excited about, what we think could be sleepers. 
what could be a drag a little bit, but the official card match, I, I, I'll announce it quick. You have the interim AW Heavyweight Championship between Hiroshi Tanahashi versus John Moxley. You have the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Jay White, Kazuchika Okada, Adam Cole, and Hank Page in the Fatal 4-Way. You got the AW Women's World Championship between Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. Zack Sabre Jr. up against a mystery opponent. We'll tell you who we think that is a little bit later. Um, AW Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks and El Fantasma and Hikaleo will be going up against Darby Allen, Sting, Hiromu Takahashi, and Shingo Takaji. I never thought I'd see Sting in the ring with Hiromu or Shingo in my life. That, that's crazy. Um, the IWGP US Championship, Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy. You have the four-way uh, inaugural Atlantic Championship match, Pack versus Miro versus Clark Connors versus Malachi Black. Eddie Kingston, Shota Umino, and Wheeler Yuda versus Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Minoru Suzuki. A winner take all match for the ROH and the IWGP Tag Team Championships, FTR versus United Empires, reps of Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb versus Rapungi Vice. And then you have Swerve and Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee versus El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanamaru. Max Catcher and the Gun Club versus the Dojos, Kevin Knight, the DKC, Alex Coughlin, and Yuyo. Mira. Plus, there's also apparently there are two matches that are going to be announced tonight on Rampage, likely for the buy-in. So yeah, I mean that's the card. I'll start. Okada gave them a shiny, a shiny arm. I completely disagree with that. Miss. Looking at that card now. To me, I thought the card was it was solid. I didn't think it was anything to get excited, ecstatic about. Um, with all the injuries with Danielson and Punk and Omega, and you didn't hear Naito on the card, and 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 then. I think Okada coming on was a massive, massive thing for them. I think it's huge for them. I think that that match alone is going to get them the buys for the show. Um, so, so I think, um, to me, I'm very excited about this card now. I, I, I like where they're going with that with that Fatal 4-Way Championship match. Um, personally, I think that is the main event. I know Tanahashi and Moxley is the main event, but that – Fatal Four Way is the main event. They'll, they'll end it with uh, Moxley Tanahashi. Well, they already said they were going to. That 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 is the the announced main event, and so we'll see. I thought Okada getting him to the show was massive. It was ginormous, huge. Very excited about it for sure. Okay, you can go now. I, you told me okay, and I don't know if you misspoke or what, but you said that Okada showing up saved the show. Mm-hmm. I think that is completely, completely, completely wrong, and that is completely an overreaction. Because you're telling me that the match of Jay White, uh, take it, take it, Okada off the card. Jay White, Adam Cole, and Heyman wouldn't have been absolutely amazing. I think it'd be a good match, but you had Okada. I mean, Okada's a name. It is the name that New Japan. He's so, New Japan's face of the company. Yes, he is. But you're telling me that that match. Still wouldn't have been extremely, extremely good. And, and looking at what Adam Cole and Hangman already did, then you had a guy like Jay White. That match wouldn't have been, in its own right, absolutely amazing. I thought that match gonna... could have could have stole the show. Then you have multiple other matches that, in their own right, could steal the show. To say that one guy showed up in one match to steal the show is outrageous. Well, especially when every other match is all already going to be very, very good. The tag team IWGP. When I say all match is going to be phenomenal. That match is going to be great. So then you're going to have the four way, which at the time had issue. Then you then you have um, Orange Cassidy and if Osprey wrestles how he used to before he brought on the muscle, 
will be absolutely bonkers good. Like, like especially looking at what Orange Cassidy did with Pac and, and Kenny Omega. I, I, I then you, I'm sorry, but you don't like the match, but the, the uh, Eddie Kingston Jericho match is the six man tag is gonna be really good. Seeing Nora and Eddie Kingston go at each other, gonna beat the shit out of each other. I think every match on his card has the potential to be bonkers good. And to say that one guy showing up in one of the matches saved the whole show, I think is crazy. So, what I said was, I said the show was solid. It was a very solid show. Not what you said the other day in the text messages. Yes. And I had the text messages that you said that... uh, Actually, hold on. Let's see if I can read it. Well, you're going to bring up personal conversations in the on the on here. That's fine. What I said was, I said I wasn't excited about the card. It was still a solid card, but I wasn't excited about it. Nothing to sneeze at. But you can't. You didn't say anything more besides Okada saved it. So yeah, I mean, Okada saved it, which I think is outrageous to say he saved the whole card. Uh, Maybe him showing up saved the buy rate, but to say that he saved he saved. The, the show, the quality of the show, I, I, I think that's crazy. I, I don't think you could say that because every other match, I think that they're really, really good. And I completely and utterly disagree with that statement. That's You could completely and utterly kiss my ass. I, I, I will. I will. And I will make Melissa watch. Melissa will not be watching. She will <laughs> be sleeping. Um, no, 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 no. Not the pay-per-view. Me kissing your ass. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I get what you're saying. Listen, you hope Kingston and and to me, I don't know. I'm very hit or miss with that match. Um, That's just my take on it. I love Eddie. We'll see. I mean, we'll see where that goes. What is there to hit or miss about it, Pat? What? What is there to hit or miss about it? Oh, with me, it's a matter of the other guys that are in it. Wheeler Yuta. And, like, He's absolutely and, amazing. I don't, well, I don't know what you have against Wheeler Yuta. I, I like Wheeler Yuta, but this okay. is a big spot for him. He's getting a main car match on a big, on a big pay-per-view. He showed up against John Moxley numerous times and did great. He's going to do great in that match. It's not even really about Yuta. It's more about... Sure, Umino. Yeah. So are you not familiar with him? Is that why? I'm not really that familiar with him. He's That's... extremely good. He's Red Shoe's son. He uh, was on an excursion. I know he was on an excursion to uh, RevPro. Um, I don't know if that ended, but he, um, he is extremely, extremely, extremely talented. I'm very excited to see him. I got to see how Osprey Cassidy does. It's going to be very, very good. I know you're sitting there like shaking your head, but like, look what Orange Cassidy has done with guys who are just as good as, as Osprey in the ring. It's just that I've never been the biggest fan of Cassidy. That's the thing. I'm in the minority, but I've never you can been the be. Fan. But when you look at what he's done with guys who are on his, on his, on, uh, Osprey's level in Omega and Pac, he's put on phenomenal matches. I mean, of course, but are we going to give credit to him or are we going to give more of the credit to Kenny Omega? Because Kenny Omega puts on classic... Okay, then, then why are you saying it would, it would be a bad match when you have a guy like Osprey there? So you're saying oh, it's be a great match wait a minute. I never said it was going to be a... Hold on. I never said it was going to be but a bad match. But you're saying you're not excited for the match. You don't know how I'm it's going to be. I'm just not excited for the match. I never said it was going to be a bad but match. If it, but if you think it's going to be a good match, then you would be excited for it. No. That's not true. I that's not true at all. I could be I could be in the middle. Like I've said I, it before, I'm not the biggest fan of of Orange Cassidy in a main event scene. I've said it numerous times on, on this show. But that pairing of him with Will Osprey is gonna be a very good match because you look at what Will Osprey has done in the past, look at what Orange Cassidy has done in the past. 
I think it's a very good pairing. Hey, listen, we'll see. Like I said, I, I, I that's really honestly like uh, the pay per view to me has has very good matches on it. I mean, listen, you the, the fatal four away for the IWGP match is going to be bonkers, especially now with Okada added to the mix. It's going to be nuts. I mean, that match is going to be absolutely wild. We know that. Even the main event, I think, will be very good with Tanahashi and Moxley. This is a match that Moxley's wanted for the last five years. Or whatever. I'm not too excited for that one. You know, I, I don't but, know. I, I don't think the quality will be great. Well, I mean, listen. Like I said, so that, that's that. You see, it's crazy. Like, we have different perspectives on the show with well, some matches. You look at what Moxley did when he was in New Japan. He's been very eh. And Tanahashi hasn't been what he was. I, that's why I think it's it's a matchup of that's just not going to mesh well. I just, I don't know. I think Goto would have been the better matchup. Moxley has more chemistry with him. They've wrestled before and shown what they can do together. And I think Tony Khan is one of the big name match, the headline of the show. And unfortunately, I think the in-ring match won't be where a lot of people expect. That and Moxley's wanted this match for a very long time. Yes. He has requested this match for a very, very, very long time. And, you know, I mean, even though I think the women's match will be very good too with Storm and, and Thunder Rose. I think that's going to be a good match. It's it's unfortunate they couldn't get anybody from stardom, obviously, um, to really make it. But, listen, you get Storm and you get Rose, that's still a good match. Um, I think the, the match to me that I think could really – in my eyes, still the show is the winner take all match for the ROH and the IWGP Tag Team Championship. I love Jeff Cobb. I love FTR. Rapungi Vice. I've always, you know, been Rocky Romero. I have a ton of respect for Rocky Romero and uh, Tremperetta. Uh, again, I'm n- not the biggest Great Ocon fan, but we'll see what he does. Um, I, I, I think that match is going to be a very, very good match. I think the Young Bucks match will be interesting. Because you have a lot of elements in that match with Darby, Hiromu, the Young Bucks, El Phantasmo. Like, there's a lot of good, like, quality, high-quality, talented wrestlers in that match. And, and of course, the big one is going to be Zack Sabre's opponent. Who is it? Sorry. And, you know, and everybody's thinking it's either going to be Cesaro or it's going to be Gargano because Gargano is going to be in Chicago on Sunday. I think uh, it's too obvious that it's going to be Cesaro. No, listen, and it absolutely... He's a submissionist, and you listen to what Brian Danielson said, it's not going to be a guy like Gargano because he does not wrestle that style. It's completely different. I don't think he's going to match up against Zack Sabre in that style. I, I think it's very much Cesaro, 100%. And... um. I think everyone who only knows him as Sorrow is going to be shocked to see what he can do without the crutches of WWE. And he was very good as Cesaro, though. That was the crazy thing. He, he, he did was do a good job. He was Uber. I mean, his match with Seth Rollins at WrestleMania was one of the best match was one of the best Mania matches. It, it was um, a year ago. So Gargano's also a submission wrestler. I don't think it's going to be him. Um, I. I it, it, it is going to be interesting because I know Regal is very, very, very close with Gargano. We'll see where it goes. I, I do think it's going to end up being Cesaro. That's where they end up going with this. Listen, I think the show is going to be very good. I was a little worried in the, in the beginning, 
you know, uh, first off, kudos to Excalibur for reading off that card the other night. He does so good with that, though. It's crazy. Like, I mean, like, you can do it. Him talking that fast is like is like typing with Mavis Beaton in, like, with 500 words in 30 seconds. Can you type those words? I know Tony Khan said today he's working already on Forbidden Door 2, which is crazy. Um, like, <laughs> I'm like, let's get through Forbidden Door 1 first. <laughs> Kenny Omega took a mini shot at Will Ospreay, which was interesting. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. So it's um, Tim. You know, Kenny. They asked Kenny Omega. Um, oh, I don't even hear. It. They asked Kenny Omega. Um, what are your thoughts on Will Ospreay and stuff like that? And he's like, I think he said. Well, you know, well, he's had his five-star matches that people forget about, you know, and everything like that. So, to me, um, it, it, it's it, it's interesting that he took that kind of a shot, you know. Um, but whatever whatever the reason for that. And even Omega said, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that, um, which was – like he's probably right. He probably shouldn't have said that. You know that Osprey has five star matches that people forget about. Um, it's probably not the best idea. And he knew he messed up after. And even Ross Sapp called him out on it. He said, "You know that's going to be the headline out of this of this interview, right?" And Omega's like, "Oh, you you know." And then Omega was like, he was like stuttering because he didn't know what to say. So he was like, "Ah, oh, crap. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that." Because now what it's going to do is it's going to start issues. What is a five star match from? Will Ospreay that you remember? Um, well, obviously, Matt, any match with Okada, but it's Okada, right? Oh, he had the five star with Shingo. It was either G one or the or the Super Juniors Cup. Definitely not some Super Juniors. For some reason, they thought Shingo was a junior at one point. I didn't understand that. But even still, though, like I don't know, did, did Kenny have to go there? Got six stars. That's better than five stars. <laughs> I mean, that's better than five. <laughs> okay, so there's one. Now, what's the last five star match from Kenny Omega? You remember? You could probably say you. Want, I mean, if you want to say it was um, the Hangman one. Yeah, that's the last one he wrestled. But at all, that is it. Yeah, you understand the point that I'm trying to say is is that why is Kenny taking shots at Osprey though? He's always been doing it. This isn't new. He's been doing it to him and Jay White for a while. But why? He he's been coming at them because um he left them the throne for foreign talent, and essentially he's saying they dropped the ball. Why not Kenny and Osprey wrestle then? I'll make a five star. I'll make a six star match. Well, Kenny Omega is kind of a well, no, actually not... imagine if he did. Not now, obviously not now. But uh... why not? Hey, listen, Forbidden Door Two when he's healthy. Why would he say? In his interview, that he is going to be there. When Brian, why would he say in his interview that he is going to be there? When Brian Danielson said, "There's only one man he trusts," about the man that had a draw with him. So you're are you saying that Kenny Omega is going to be the guy that joins Blackpool? No, I don't think that. But okay, it, would make, gonna... <laughs> it, it would make sense based off of what Danielson said. I was going to say that would, would be it, really it would, out of left. That would, would make sense. Of, I mean, that would be out of left field. I mean, that's that's like. By the way, I loved. That promo, and then he goes, "You, I came out of the heel tunnel. You really think I'm going to tell you? Yeah, really. He's not wrong. 
And I will say this, your theory of, of Kenny Omega joining Blackpool Combat Club is like Tony Khan on speed. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to. One night only. You know, that would be something if that happened. That Johnny, would... Johnny Gargano is definitely not going to be in it. If anyone from the Gargano family is going to be in a, uh, a group about blood, it's going to be Candice LeRae. Well, oh, imagine if she's in that. Oh, oh and then you have uh, Tay in it. Tay. And you have Candice LeRae. Oh. You just want it, you just want everybody to rhyme. But no, imagine if if Candice LeRae is in that match. No, the stop. blood and guts. No, she's not. Look what she did with the Young Bucks and. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> I'm not saying it's fucking me. The point being is this: the show's gonna be very good on Sunday. I'm extremely excited for Blood and Guts. Like yeah. that's the one where I'm like. But I'm we only know that. two people that are going to be in in the match on the uh, four. Never mind, because you're going to have Fire and Powerful. So then, whoever this person is going to be coming in, who is it? It's Proud and Powerful. Mox, Eddie Kingston, Moxley. Kingston, it's going to be a fifth person. So it's five. Oh no no no! Um, it's Moxley, Yuta, um, Kingston, um, Ortiz, and then a fifth person. Not even Proud and Powerful. No, Santana's in the match. So maybe it is that five. Because he, he came out Wednesday to help out. He so maybe it is that five. But it's I thought be the five on five. Who's the five that's going to be in the Jericho said Obviously Jericho, Hager, Guevara, and then you're going to decide between like. It'll be Sammy, Jericho, mm-hmm. um, Hager, yeah, Garcia. Actually, no. I think they're going to put the tag team. Or in. or do you do the six on six and and put Yuta in the match? And then everybody ever do a uh, six on six war games? I don't know about that, but I mean, if you're gonna, you got to fit everybody in the Jericho Appreciation Society, don't you? Like, that's the thing, you got to fit all six of them in there. You can't take, like, you can't have, like, you can't have 2.0 have one of them in there, one of them not. And you're not going to have 2.0 in there and not have Daniel Garcia in there. That would be ridiculous. They did a 10 man war games match. Yeah, it's got to be a six on six, though, because you can't. This was the only thing with Guevara joining Jericho Appreciation Society. It's like it's getting like crowded. I liked it the way it was. I liked it with Garcia and 2.0. You were building those guys. I agree. Hager is such a freaking waste, man. He is such <laughs> a freaking waste. Because now the group is literally waste. in a circle. But he's such a waste of like Eddie and I were talking about it at Vegas in Vegas. He is such a waste of space. Period. He doesn't do anything. What does he do? He doesn't talk. He's not a great wrestler. What does he do? What? He doesn't do anything. It's it's. You're gonna have to do six on six. Probably yeah. Yeah, you don't have a choice because what are you gonna do? You can't take Garcia out of the match, and you can, and also if you notice, now in Jericho's matches, all of a sudden, two point and Garcia don't come out with him anymore. Now it's always Sammy comes out with him. That maybe one's injured. I don't know, but from the anarchy it, match, it's they all came out and wrestled on Wednesday at the end of the show. They were all they fighting, wrestle. they're fighting, they well, they're wrestle. all fighting. They're really not, not much you have to you can do, you, you have to do about that. No, but even still, though, it's you had 2.0 and Garcia, really, you're building them, you're building them, you're building them, and then. And now it's like Guevara's taking the control of the reins of the attention away. And I don't I, I, I don't like that. 
I rather them have kept building with Garcia and 2.0. This was my concern. But anyway, let's get to our finishing move. Josh goes first. My finishing move is Kazuchika Okada is going to save the pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I'm glad he's in it. Because you have the face of New Japan Pro Wrestling and arguably the best wrestler on the planet at a show where you almost didn't have him, Omega, Punk, Danielson, Ishii. just goes on and on and on and on and things are changing on the fly. Um, It would have been very, 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 very difficult to pull this off. We'll see if it pulls up. I think Okada is 100% going to help the buys, like Lyle said. That's a big thing. Um, I also wish the AEW fans had more of a reaction when Okada came out. They, they did. Um, they had a very good reaction. Did they? It, it kind of looked like piped in noise. Some of them didn't even have a reaction when I said I the fan. So. The show was pretty, um, crowd, crowd was pretty loud all night. I don't know. Some of them looked confused by what it was, which is weird. I mean, I don't know. Um but to me, I think the show will be very good. We'll see. Time will tell. Um, and then we get to Blood and Guts on Wednesday. Go for it, Lyle. Um, I want to say, you know, back when they signed Danielson and uh, Adam Cole, there was a thing going on with uh, uh, wrestling fans on Twitter and everything when they were saying that they have a very bloated roster, that too many guys – and now looking back, it's a good thing they did that. It's a really good thing that they had a bigger roster because this right now is why they do that. They have such a deep roster that you could still have this quality of a show on. And I can't wait for the show this weekend. That is it for our show, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in every Friday at between 5.30 and 6 o'clock. Every single Friday, it's free. Of course, with other programs as well. If you have an iPhone, you go to the, you go to the Apple Store. You hear WWSRN. Uh, you can download it. Just type in WWSRN. Android, go to the Google Play Store. Type in Worldwide Sports. We're on WorldwideSportsRadio.com, as well as Bodyslam.net. Check their website out and their page and all that. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, and more. So... For Speedy Petey, for Lyle Gillen, I'm Josh Soberg. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy Forbidden Door on Sunday. Have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy it, and we will recap that and Blood and Guts next Friday. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Kenny Omega, take it away. I must bid you adieu, so stay with me now if you know it. Goodbye, and good night. Thank you for listening to Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.